Yo, welcome to Real Talk. This is an opportunity for us to talk to you straight. We just want to interact with you in a real kind of way. So today, it's February, and because love is in the air, I thought I would talk to you about a love affair that all of us have. No, it's not a love affair with another person, and it's not a love affair with chocolate. It's a love affair with money. Let's go. We all have a love affair with money. And you're like, no, I don't really have a love affair with money. Like, really? No, you listen to money. I mean, you, it talks. I mean, think about being a little kid. When you were a kid and somebody would hold a dollar and say, I'll give you a dollar if you get to a little older and you go, I'll, I'll give you a dollar, five dollars if you shovel the driveway or cut the grass or you want $20 to babysit my kid. Money talks. We listen to money. And you might say, well, I don't love money. Well, maybe I listen to it. I listen to it and it becomes a voice in my head where I start to get super anxious about it. I start to be really worried that I don't have enough, worried and hungry for more. I got to get more. It speaks to you and we listen to it. And the danger with listening to this stuff is that if you listen to something enough, you begin to love it. And the danger of loving it, the Bible speaks about and has something very real to say. So Paul in 1 Timothy 6 says, for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. He says, for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. So it's not actually money that's the problem. It's the love of money. So this is just paper, right? I mean, it can be just monopoly money. It's no different. It's just paper used to exchange goods. It's not about the money. It's about, do I love it? Do I love this stuff? And, and loving it is starting to listening to it. And as I listen to it, I begin to love it. And it becomes a source of danger. He's giving us this warning. Paul's saying, be careful that this doesn't grow in your heart and become the seedbed where evil starts to grow. See, as I listen to money, as I might start to stray into loving money, he gives us this warning. People eager for money have wandered from their faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. What's he talking about there? As a Christ follower, God wants me to listen and love him. And if something else takes that place where I begin to listen and love money, then I start to wander from my faith in Jesus Christ. And, it, and he says it pierces me with many griefs. Like grief is something that happens when there's a death. There's a death of something, so I start to grieve. What could happen when I start loving money, listening to money, and I wander from my faith? I'm designed by God to listen and love him. When I don't listen and love him and I love and listen to money, there's a death of intimacy between me and God. There's a death of peace with me and God, a death of joy with me and God, where I get away from him and I start being driven by something other. See, this promises to deliver something that God can only deliver. And it's not that it's bad. It's my sinful nature that takes something good that God created and makes it bad, makes it evil, makes it sinful. So for me, this has been a struggle. It's always something that's on my mind. 
And I think, okay, what's the difference between listening to money and loving money? Where's that line? What could help me in this pursuit? So two things my parents said that taught me growing up that's really helped me. My dad always said to me, Joe, there's only two kinds of people in this world. There's people who give and there's people who take. Are you someone in relationships that is always giving or always taking? At work, at school, are you a giving person or are you a taking person? At church, are you someone who gives or someone who takes? See, because if you're someone who's always taking in whatever sphere, in any relationship, in anything you're involved, if you're taking, you're self-focused. And if you're self-focused, you love yourself. If you love yourself, you love your money and you keep it for yourself. I wonder what it would look like for you to be someone that moves from being a taker in any area of life with anything you have to being someone who's a giver with whatever God's entrusted to you, whether it's your time, your talents, your money. Are you giving it? Because you don't want to be that guy that's always a taker. My mom said another thing that really helps me. She said, Joe, if you have a problem and you can fix it with money, you got no problems. Meaning, if you think you can solve your issues, your problems with money, you have no problems. And it's kind of like we wonder, we wish, we think, we dream that if I just get a little bit more money, if I just had more cash, then all my problems would go away. But the problems that we have, if they're fixed or solved with money, those problems are really low because people, people are the most important things in our lives and people can't be bought People can't be traded. People problems can't be solved with cash. So if for you, if you've gotten to a point where the problems of your life are big enough that you think you can solve it with just more money, then your focus is on the wrong things. It's on things that don't matter. It's not on people. Things that matter most can't be bought. So I wonder as you process through this love month for you, is there something to think about when it comes to money? Is, is money become for you something that you listen to just a little bit too much? You're driven by just a little bit too much, and maybe it's crossing over to a love, a craving, an urge, a total focus, where you're anxious, you're driven, you're consumed by money. If that's true, instead of listening to money, what, is it, what would it be like for you to start talking to money and telling money what to do instead of money telling you what to do? I think if you get to that point where money listens to you instead of you listening to it, that would be evidence that you don't love it. This real talk thing is pretty fun, and I'm not sure whether you're engaging with it or not. We love doing it, and we've done it a number of weeks. We'd love to hear from you. If this is something that's helpful, would you say, make a comment to us? Hello, are you out there? We know people are watching. We'd love to hear comments. We'd love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'd love for you to like us on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you next time on Real Talk.